I'm Lauren Green, and this is the Let's Meet for Coffee podcast. This podcast was created so I could have real, authentic, and encouraging conversations with my special guests and with you. We'll talk about faith, relationships, passions, and purpose. So whether you like coffee or tea, mimosas or matcha, grab your drink and join us. We're going to keep it real, grow together, and have some fun. Welcome to another episode of Let's Meet for Coffee. Thank you all for tuning in. If you don't know, my name is Lauren, and if this is your first time hanging out with us, um, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Tonight, I have Kendra Martin. Hi, Kendra. Hey, excited to be with you. How are you? Good. Water instead of coffee right now, but um, (laughs) doing good. Same. Same. I, I don't think I can have coffee this late. <laughs> no, we'll pretend right. it's earlier. For sure. So um, I'm super excited because we are talking about balance, right? Um, Kendra is a mom. She has three kiddos under the age of four and a half, I think she said. She's a business owner. And just like everyone, Um, super busy, right? Everyone is super, super busy, but how can we find balance um, in the chaos? How can we um, keep ourselves healthy um, for our friends and our family? So I know that a lot of people, a lot of women struggle with feeling overwhelmed, anxiety, sometimes depression. Um, So we'll be touching on a few of those things and how you can stay healthy and have a balanced, well-rounded life. So um, before we jump into all of that stuff, Kendra, why don't you just tell everybody a little bit about you? Okay. A little bit about me. I'm a hairstylist first. Oh my gosh. Love doing hair, formal hair, and more specifically, and that's what I always wanted to do growing up, get married, be a hairstylist. Um, I actually did that my senior year. But I did that for five years before I had the twins and finding that all out, um, the game plan wasn't working how I always thought. And so your mind goes to a little bit more of the creative mode. When things don't go as planned, you got to be creative. And I wasn't going to pay somebody um, to care for my newborn two babies, you know, my husband wasn't going to, that's just too much, (laughs) you know. Um, and you have to, again, look at the pros and the cons. So that's where staying at home, just trying to make things work. I know I didn't tell you this, Lauren, but he was actually permanently laid off two weeks before the twins were born. And oh so you year and everything, and I wasn't going to go back to work. So I heard of health and fitness and that opportunity. And when you're pinched in that type of situation, like, Mama Bear comes out, like oh, yeah. something about it. Um, so that's where it all started. And of course, I wanted to lose a little extra baby weight, but that's not the main reason. Like there was a few reasons in there and it really sparked the growth. Like the whole growth, I noticed what it did for my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about balance and mind. And it's just um, been the starting point of so many other good things too. So I still do a little bit of hair on the side. I'm a twin mom and now have a third. So they, the twins and the singleton are 23 months apart. Um, I love to do quite a few things, I guess. But um, that's a little bit about 
about me. Um, I have a podcast as well um, and like to do, yeah, all those things. But like you mentioned, Lauren, we'll talk about balance. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. And I mean, I only have a daughter and she's eight. Um, but yeah, I can only imagine having a bunch you know, little ones and then business and, you know, trying to do your own thing on the side and upkeep on the household, it becomes a lot. So let's talk about maybe um, what are some things that you do um, practically to keep the balance? Because I know your time is divided. And I mean, everyone has the same 24 hours in a day, but how do you um, maybe divvy up your time? And I always find the saying of we all have 24 hours in a day as inspiring because those famous people, they only had 24 hours too. Mm -hmm. um, how I divvy up and how I've heard of it divvied up um, was really conveying to the family members your, your goal with it, you know, not just assuming they're on the same page, like your spouse, those that are live with you, your kids, like what you want to achieve with it. Um, if they're old enough to understand, but scheduling a little bit of structure. I am a person, I like a game plan. It might not go perfectly, but that's what the structure looks like. So for me, it's that there's times that my phone is down. I'm not looking at it. Um, there's times, my certain times of the day is when I'm doing more of my business stuff. So it's not all at once. There's like three chunks in my day, early morning, mid-afternoon like during their quiet time they don't take naps anymore i wish um and then evening after they go to bed so that's i work in chunks of time like that um like i said communicating um setting those work hours and setting those mom hours like this is the mom hat this is the work hat this is time with my spouse you know just so you get all those things and you're not trying to feel like you're doing them all at once because when you do them all at once, you're not really doing any, you know what I mean? You yeah. are productive and what you do do isn't as quality like with your kids and stuff. Um, but my biggest thing is it doesn't always look perfect. So maybe that's why I'm your game plan planner, um, but to embrace that and just give it your best and don't be hard on yourself. I love that how it's um, how you said it's not going to go perfectly every single time. Like we can plan out our day, we can have a schedule and a um, an idea for what we want it to look like, but stuff happens and it just doesn't always go according to plan. But I think it's important, like you said, to give yourself grace and to know how to just pivot, right? Just kind of roll with the punches and all right, that didn't work out. So now we just kind of got to tweak and do this instead. Yeah, if your kids are sick, you can like move things around because it's flexible. At least my work is flexible. Um, so maybe I need to slow down one day and catch up more another day. So do you have, how do you, let's say, do you have like a routine for every day? How do you maybe plan out um, your days? Do you do it like the night before? Do you plan out for the whole week? What does that look like for you? Um, it depends on the day and what I was going to say, it is helpful for your kids to know your general day structure because they thrive off of that as well. That's mm -hmm. what I was going to say. They yeah. know to predict. They know mommy's going to have her time and it's not like they're overwhelming you as much. It takes some time, 
Um, but to answer your question, planning it out a little bit the night before, like if it's preschool, they have preschool two days a week. And if we're going to be going away super early in the morning, I'll lay out their clothes. I'll lay out my gym clothes, you know, set the alarms, try to get to bed at a half decent time. Sleep doesn't always happen how we predict yeah. like last night. Um, and then, you know, yeah, I pack my husband's lunch at night. Like we do all the things prepping wise that you can. And um, so your brain doesn't have to think as much in the morning. The morning routine, I get my time in, some devotions, quiet time, a little bit of like, I use, it's like a pre-workout, a little bit more focused than coffee. And then I dive into my workout. And the game plan is that I can get it finished before the kids wake up or as they're waking up, they're watching me and slowly opening their eyes mm -hmm. um, so that I can take care of myself first. Food, brain food, always thinking positive there and my body. And I've heard it and I'm still implementing the fact of not looking at social media first thing in the morning, mm. finding that positive. Um, I'm really loving the daily grace co devotionals. And so even if you're listening to podcasts, something positive first thing in the morning, that's needed. So yeah. I like that. And I think, I mean, most people have their cell phones, you know, right there on their nightstand right next. And the first thing is like Instagram, Facebook, emails, you know, like it consumes us from the moment we wake up. Um, and I think that's a good tip that you said, like not looking at it first thing in the morning, like having right. some quiet time, having some time to really just spend with God and with positive thinking and positive music um, to get your day started off on the right foot. And that's where creativity like lives, like grows, you know, mm. if you do those things, um, there's a book, Morning Miracle. Yeah. Good morning. Not sure which way it is, but it's all those things and it doesn't have, it's in the first hour of your day. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. Maybe it's just a quick verse you're memorizing. Maybe it's just a good granola bar banana and getting your body blood pumping, writing out a vision. It doesn't have to be overthought because I often overthink. I'm slow to change. Ironically, I help people change, but <laughs> that's maybe where more of the insight comes in because it's hard. It does take a crew to do it together. I like that. It takes a crew to do it together. And I think, you know, sharing your goals, sharing what you want to do with, um, you know, your spouse, your kids, kind of just get everybody um, on the same page, you know, like working together as a team. And then in turn, um, as the parent, you know, for like those of you that have families, you're setting the example for your kids. So then you can talk yeah. to them as they get older about their own goals and the things that they want to accomplish and how you can help them achieve those. So I think that's really great. And like for your daughter, like you can, I, I hear people say they write it up in like a graph almost. So like you get so close, you, you know, maybe that's something for Christmas or something for a vacation so they can feel a part of it. I haven't right. done that yet, but I always thought that's really neat because they see the value in your hard work. They understand and communicate that a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know we have like a family 
um, like a vacation coin jar, right? So whenever we get some spare change or some extra money, we're all like contributing to the travel jar, you know, because this Mm -hmm. is the next trip we want to go to or, you know, whatever. So definitely giving them something to like work towards as well. I really like that. So maybe um, for the person that's maybe struggling to get a routine in place. Um, Do you have any tips for them? Because I know you said it's like on a day-by-day basis. Sometimes it doesn't go as planned. Maybe what are some routine tips do you have? Especially for the people I know that have shift changes or like maybe you just had a little one and everything's all mixed up. Mm -hmm. Um, Some things would be, taking care of yourself first in whenever you get up, even if you're nursing a child, you can still quick grab some water, a banana, something that's always have those quicker, healthier snacks on hand does help. Um, then you can sit down, nurse, listen to something positive, not turning the TV on. Um, you can listen to your, there's a lot of, different things you can listen to that are uplifting. There's even meditation if you wanted. Um, And you can move your body like after you're done or if you work that second shift. Those are things that you can still implement. Um, Again, the morning routine always comes into play. So no matter what time you wake up, I would still do those few things for yourself and not look at your email or social media because your anxiety, if you see something that triggers something, you're going to be starting off on the wrong foot. So I would just strongly encourage that at any point in your day. And honestly, you're just starting, you feel overwhelmed. Do one of those things, do two of those things or whatever. And then maybe a few days a week, add another. I think that's a little bit easier to accomplish for the feeling overwhelmed because we do need that silence in the morning. I know I do. Yeah, I think, like you said, like doing one thing at a time. So kind of just to recap what we've talked about so far, you know, having that quiet time in the morning, that time for yourself, um, eating a healthy snack, listening to something positive, just having that quiet time is super essential to start off your day. Um, And then throughout the day, we talked about blocking off the times, right? If you're a business owner or if you have kids, blocking off times during your day where you're going to work on certain things. Um, That way you can be fully present and totally there when you're working on those things, whether it be this is family time or this is time where I'm working on, you know, my business or my podcast or my blog or whatever you have going on, um, making sure that you can be fully present for those. Um, And then you mentioned um, some anxieties. Uh, let's talk about that really quickly because I know um, it's a thing. A lot of women struggle with anxiety and depression and feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. Tell me your experience with anxiety and maybe some of those things. Yes, I definitely have have dealt with all of those things, anxiety, depression. Um, it's come in different Uh, spurts to say like depending on what you're dealing with it might be more anxiety more depression um i would say i knew it started back in high school i'm not a good test taker but i have the pressure on myself to be good nobody told me to be perfect um 
and that might be the Enneagram six a little bit. I'm a six with a wing of two and three. Um, so that's where more the anxiety and then that overwhelm, which can actually set you back further. Um, then it's turned into more depression and different phases in life have triggered it. Um, so yes, medication isn't always a thing for everybody, but for me, I need it. But in conjunction with that, I also need the natural medication of endorphins <laughs> and the cleaner eating. Um, I, I find that sugar doesn't affect me that same day. It will give me a crash the next day or two and I'll have my low emotionally. Um, so that's not saying I eat perfect all the time, but I try to eat cleaner because I function better. My brain functions better as much as it is with the craziness of kids. I had to get through those sugar addictions, as you would say, you don't really think about it, but food does rule you so often. Um, when your hormones are crazy, what do you go to? Food, <laughs> you know? Yeah. When you're stressed, what do you do? The same thing. So just trying to replace those crazy emotions and those triggers with something better, something balanced. Like if you're celebrating, you know, it's something that you're doing or actually having a good conversation with somebody and not focus on the food as much. Um, so that sort of all ties in with how I cope my anxiety and depression. Um, but the fitness aspects really does like it is a stress reliever. It might take a little bit in the beginning to feel that. Mm. But the after effect of how you feel after you're done is so good. <laughs> right. It takes it's always hard starting a new habit right? You have to break the old one and start the new one. And, mm -hmm. um, but once you get into the swing of it, like you notice that you feel so much better. I know, um, for me, like you said, with food, sometimes you just have to kind of like reassess, like the things that you're eating, the things that you're taking in, um, because you don't realize how much of an effect it has on your, on your performance. Right. right? And I just noticed that you, like, I cut out a lot of dairy products um, and I just feel so much better. Like I'm more alert. I'm able to, you know, I don't feel as bloated or as groggy. So it's just like reassessing and taking a step back and looking at, okay, what am I eating? What can I swap out? And like you said, yeah, those healthier swap outs really yeah. are easier and trick your mind. Like spaghetti squash, in like spaghetti squash lasagna instead of your normal noodles, mm -hmm. you know, it's a swap out and it can be really good. Yeah, for sure. Cause I've had those and there's um, some healthier like protein noodles that I've gotten before that like the regular pasta, wheat pasta, like I just, it's so heavy for me now when I've done the swap mm -hmm. out and it's kind of like what you said earlier about when it comes to like the routine, like just do one thing. Yeah. You know, one thing consistently. And I know I have a friend that she's completely vegan now, but as she was transitioning into that vegan lifestyle, she didn't do it all at once. Mm -hmm. She started with like just a vegan breakfast, a vegan yeah. breakfast, you know, for like a week. And then the next week she would implement, you know, vegan snacks and then vegan lunch. And she did it over a time where now she 
knows what to cook. She knows the recipes that she likes and she can fully do it, but it takes time. And I think that's what people forget. Like they want it. We live in this world where it's like, and I want it now, you know, they see you where you are now and where you were and like, they see it and they want like instant right away. Exactly. And it's the cultural thing. Yeah. And that's just not reality. Like it, it just doesn't happen that way. There's not like a magic pill that you can take and yeah. have it <laughs> just like that. So I love that. Um, what are some of maybe your favorite um, practices for keeping a healthy like mindset? It bounces off of, of course, what we talked a little bit. Um, and something I've been reading and hearing more about is sometimes you have to subtract subtract the negative, the negative people watching less TV, you know, right now, you might as well just do it all. Um, and replacing it with something good. You can't always add the positive new friends until, I mean, you can still be friends with people, but you might not be reaching out to always be with them because you're gonna be surrounded with you're going to be more like the five people you're closest to mm -hmm. um, certain situations. That's hard. If it's family, if it's your atmosphere at work, you know, that's going to take some time, but to answer more of your question, to surround yourself with more positivity allows for your mindset to work in more of a positive way, implementing some things that I talked about. Um, and the healthy mindset really does go to how you treat your body as well. It's not all about the physical looks that we so often grab from the highlight reel that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, but that has helped. Um, some things that I started doing would be positive quotes, not just a vision board, positive quotes on the inside of my cabinets. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know some people have like sticky notes all around their mirror, you know, when they get ready in the morning, it's saying like, you're beautiful. You're, you know, things that you might struggle with. Mm -hmm. If you repeat that in your mind, your body will believe it. Your mind will believe it. Um, in the beginning of my journey, I couldn't say that much about myself. Like I was insecure. I hid behind the makeup. Um, where now, you know, makeup's to enhance the beauty, not hide. Um, I can look in the mirror and say something about myself that I truly mean. In the beginning, I had to force myself to say it. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be that blonde hair, blue eye, American girl. I'm the opposite of that. And if I change myself to look like that, it wouldn't be too flattering. <laughs> it wouldn't be you. No. And that's the unique part that I think we are meant to be unique. We are created in a certain way. Um, and that we have to embrace us because somebody needs to hear your story. Somebody needs to hear it. You're valued. You've gone through what you've gone through to help somebody else. Absolutely. So that's a little bit about the positive mindset. And in the end for me, it just all comes sort of together. And that's the thing about mindset. It's that it's an ever going process. Like you don't, yeah ever stop working on yourself. I was actually talking to someone today and um, she was struggling, you know, because she 
was dealing a lot with self-doubt. She's like, can I do this? Should I do this? I don't want to regret, you know, doing something. I said, you know what? The, when you're going after something, like you are going to be your biggest obstacle. Like it starts in your mind and you have to start to train yourself to believe. Like a lot of people business-wise, let's say, like if they want to start a new business or a new venture, they don't succeed because they don't believe in what they're doing. If you can just start with belief and then add in like the practices of, you know, okay, how do I make this profitable? What are the systems that I need to put in place? Like there's people out there doing it. So it's definitely possible for you to do. But the difference is, do you believe in yourself to do it? Right. So starting in your mind and getting those thought patterns going. Because we all have those questions, those doubts but it's what you choose to really listen to and believe and just in the long run follow through with. Yeah, and it goes back to what you were saying, like eliminating some of those outside noises and surrounding yourself with um, not only positive, maybe like podcasts, but like positive people, right? I think we talked about, you know, kind of assessing like our diet, but I think that's important in every area of our life. Like not only what we eat, but assessing who we hang around, you know, are, mm-hmm. are these people bringing life and speaking life into me or are they just bringing me down, right? Yeah, yeah. like, do you want to be like them? Do they <laughs> inspire you? Right, <laughs> like, right. Oh, I wanna do that, I wanna be like them. Those are your people. Yeah, and don't get it twisted. Like, I know a lot of people focus on Instagram and on Facebook mm-hmm. and they see these beautiful pictures, but, Remember, like, they just show you what they want you to see, you know, Mm -hmm. like, of course, it's going to be tailored and altered, and it's going to be picture perfect, but that's not reality. You know, you don't know their struggles. It's like we talk about the highlight reel, um, which I think is sometimes good to talk about what isn't being talked about. Yeah, Um, it's hard to be vulnerable, but there's unity in it, because you're not the only one struggling. 100%. Even though evil and the devil makes you think you are, your brain makes you think you're the only one, mm-hmm. you know? And that's where like that community comes in because then like, that's probably one of the most dangerous places to be. Like if you're alone with your thoughts, like that's a dangerous place because then you're thinking negatively and then that's how you kind of spiral. But if you have somebody there in your corner, that's going to be like, Hey, that's not true or like kind of bring you back um, to what is true, then- Yeah, or why do you talk to yourself in that way? You wouldn't say that to somebody else. You wouldn't say that to your child. Why are you talking to yourself in that way? Exactly. for me. Yeah, that's huge because ultimately like we have to be able to take care of ourselves if we're gonna be able to take care of others, if we're gonna be able to pour out so we have to be careful with how we're feeding ourselves and the things that we're saying to ourselves. Yeah, like uh, I know one of our questions was, you know, you're an example for your kids. They see whatever you don't say, they're seeing. Also, it's a ripple effect. Mm. You know, For instance, if you're not fueling your body with, you know, if you're skipping lunch, if you're skipping breakfast, you're most likely going to have a huge crash, like your energy is affected. So in reverse, if you fuel yourself properly, you'll be able 
to accomplish so much more. You'll feel better. Um, you'll probably have more patience. <laughs> like I yeah. know endorphins is a natural medication. The nutrition equals like function. And if we do it in all that way, I know I have more patience. I can handle so much more. My mindset is like fresh. I feel like I can accomplish anything after my workout until some of reality hits. Um, but it's a feeling that you can conquer the world at the beginning of the day. Um, so that ripple effect really does affect the rest of your day, how you treat your kids, how you treat your coworkers. It affects the mood. Now, some people it does more than others. Like you might be able to sleep better. Um, so often we think just the physical gains and the physical effect. But here lately, the last few years, it has been for my sanity. It has been for feeling better, for showing up for my kids um, and showing them what is capable. And my body actually needs it. Like I do better with it. And I would do anything for my children. But we also have to think that for ourselves. So when there's a will, there's a way to like fit that 20 minute workout in, you know, whether you're pushing the stroller with the kids, whether you're running after them, whether you're getting in a focused like workout, workout from a trainer, home, away, you know, whatever it is. Um, I love seeing the light bulb come on for women that I work with and they're like, oh my goodness, you know, you can see the connection and also how they value themselves and how it affects their everyday lives and that ripple effect. I love that. So why don't you talk about a little bit um, the women that you work with? Let us know what you do, your business, and yeah, how you can help maybe one of our listeners. So, so often I know it's thought of like being healthier is just to lose weight. I actually work with some people that are looking to maybe gain weight, gain muscle, um, just be active for our sanity. And some of those people also starting out can't work out right away. And that's okay too, because the biggest things we focus on is fitness and nutrition. So in my journey, I actually changed my relationship with fitness and nutrition. So it shows you what the long-term nutrition plan, like what should you be eating each day for your body type, your needs, your goals. So there's a formula I implement um, for them. I can help walk them through. Some people rather do more on their own. Some people are like, I need all the help. Um, so we focus on that. We make sure you're getting some dense nutrition in. We plug you into our online community. Um, there's a few of us that are, have our live 6.30 a.m. workouts for extra accountability. Um, that's not required. There's just a few of us that really feel like we need it. Um, so we have that online accountability. We check in each day. We have, it's that uplifting community support. Um, and the workouts are really so many different styles. So I, I've been growing with it. Um, right now I'm doing uh, running to 5k training 5k so there's resistance somebody's in my ear so i'm not like talking myself out of it um but it really um had that ripple effect on me so like how you can reach out to me like i'm on instagram you can email me um yeah facebook whatever your platform is 
you can reach out. And I think we can put those maybe in the detailed notes, but I am um, Mrs. Kendra Martin. This is period Kendra Martin on Instagram and um, email Kendra Martin fitness at gmail.com. Sorry, I have to make sure everything is <laughs> correct in my mind. But honestly, I love really hearing people's stories, working through it, because we all have um, holdups. We all have things like I thought a coach was somebody that, you know, had the perfect nutrition, perfect everything or looked great. There's women on our team from Canada, UK, France, and they are like anything from professors to doctors. So it's anybody that's on a journey or just really wanting to become better. I love that. And I think it's kind of like what we've been talking about this whole time, just finding balance, finding um, mm -hmm a routine, finding a method that works for you. So that way you can show up every day and be your best self, be well and healthy, not only physically, um, but mentally and spiritually and emotionally too. Like those get neglected, um, but they are very, very important. So I love what you're doing, Kendra. Working with it's you. funny you say it that way because that's exactly what I say on my podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so crucial and a lot of people, a lot of women uh, struggle trying to find the balance. So Kendra helps um, bring the balance so that way you can be all around healthy. Um, so definitely check her out on Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can shoot her an email at kendramartinfitness at gmail.com. Reach out to her if you're needing maybe um, not only some fitness help, but just some overall mindset accountability. She's got your back. So Kendra, thanks so much for hanging yeah. out. Thank you, Lauren. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I was so glad you were able to come on and hang out today. So to everyone who was tuning in, thank you so much for being here. Um, we hope that this episode encouraged you and provided um, some insights um, some practical steps on how you can build a more balanced life and a better routine for yourself. Again, reach out to Kendra if you need help with any of those things. Um, but until the next time, we'll talk to you guys soon.